And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Plus minus. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. Plus minus. Hey, driving again. Tell Marcus that he asked you know, that question about my defense. You hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. Y'all have a great night. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Hello and welcome to the Warriors Plus Minus Free Agent Edition. We'll call it a Free Agency Preview Edition. Um, and, you know, I mean, we can get right into it. Tim Kawakami, Marcus Thompson with me. Uh, obviously, I mean, just Draymond Green is the... Big fish this week, the big story. Um, where are you guys at oh, now? What are we, uh, three days out? This feels like the most done deal that isn't done yet, right? I cannot imagine them losing Draymond Green now. That would be more catastrophic than before the Jordan Poole trade. Because, you know, they've said it the entire time. Like, we can't win a championship without Draymond. I'd hear an argument. I'd hear somebody try to figure out a way it would be feasible, right? Like, you know, some might be like, oh, Kaminga, pick up, you know, I got it. But now you take Jordan Poole out of the equation too. You don't have Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. I'm talking about, do you make the playoffs? (laughs) Like, forget a championship. That would be two major, major components. Obviously not two starters, but considering the Warriors are older now (laughs) like that would be huge so i feel like it'll get done i keep hearing it'll get done uh i think it's coming down to the numbers it is coming down to the numbers you know how this time of year there's always like seven or eight moves across the leagues that seem to signal something that's probably already in place right oh that guy picked up a player option or you know hey the king's made a draft night move that got them an extra amount of cap space. They must know or have something lined up. This, to me, I mean, we said it at the time, but didn't the Chris Paul move just blink at you as like a they must know Draymond is definitely going to get done? Now it's going to be a measure of their you know ability to know this stuff, right? I mean, with Myers, I would have said absolutely. They've tested this out. They're not going to be surprised by anything. This move was made knowing the other moves happening. Oh, I, oh, I is this Dunleavy doubt coming? No, no, let's see. Oh, let's see. No. We, we just don't know. We don't know. All I'm saying is we don't know. I believe. <laughs> we, we don't know. Yeah, I believe know, that, you know, it's lined up, but we don't know that it's lined up. And it's, you know, this is what we're saying is this is the longest one ever. Like, it's, the you know, report comes out that he's opting out of it, which we all assume. But we're like... A week ago, so this is going to be, and then it's going to be another week, right? Basically, until he can talk about free agency. This is, or sign for as a free agent. This is a long, long lead up. I, you know, every indication is that the Warriors believe he's coming in, that Draymond wants to come in. The number though is going to be, you know, debatable. What, what does it start at? Can they get it less? You know, how much less can they it get? Can't be less than twenty-five. That's my guess. You know, I mean, that's Wiggins. The Wiggins number, you know, but they don't have especially that pool with, number, but especially with thirty out there. I mean, they don't have that pool number though that they have to they have to worry about. They got rid of that one. 
They got the Chris Paul number now on yeah, the books. Paul number, yeah, definitely got the Chris Paul number. But that 30 out there, like, what the Kings got, 30. Uh, Kings have 34-ish. Yeah, so, like, that's, if he left, it would be for 30, right? Like, I don't think he'd leave for 25. Yeah, but, and mostly it would be about, like, using 30 to try to get the Warriors Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, it's, it's, it's how much, how, how far away from 30 is Draymond comfortable? I think that's what they're measuring now. Can I just say my sense on the Kings is like this it, this wasn't some grand, you know, play to make a huge run at Draymond Green. They need to renegotiate and extend Demonis Sabonis and extra cap space is helpful there. I think they potentially could be in the Kyle Kuzma sweepstakes. I think Harrison Barnes is still an option. I, I don't know, man. I don't know, Slater. I heard Sabonis was really championing and go get Draymond. That's what I <laughs> yeah. For, from a personality standpoint or from a fact that they would both be playing hot potato, Kavon Looney, Draymond Green That he doesn't style, want another you know, imprint just, on his chest. So, oh yeah, Simonis is like, man, I don't want to get stepped on again. Let's go get Draymond. Well, it doesn't, you know. And I was thinking this before. Like, the Kings shouldn't be in the game of screwing around with the Warriors, right? They're good enough where just get better. Just get better over the long term. Find somebody who fits with Sabonis. And, and you know, and I don't think that's... Draymond and Fox, uh, maybe that fits with Jamon. I don't know. And that it isn't where they're like, oh, let's just poke at the big our big brother here. Like they gotta be like working the long term. They're actually being run well, so you know what I mean. Maybe two seasons ago, this might have been their plan, but 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 can a certain someone resist intervening? Will be the question because there's there's probably only one figure that would like to stick it to the Warriors. I'll say this about Vivek. He's listening to the people he's put in charge. Like, Monty McNair, who just got an extension, has a voice that matters. Mike Brown definitely has a voice that matters. And to me, their young core makes not even more sense for, like, a Kuzma type, you know, from an age perspective. But also, their big thing, and Monty McNair has said this publicly, is like, yeah, we want to get better defensively, but the main thing we need to not do is get worse offensively because that is their identity, is what they are from an offensive shooting standpoint. Look at the way they play, you know, and, and Barnes fit into that as, the, you know, a kind of a smaller, leaner power forward. And Kuzma, you could just plop him right in there, and he'd be better than Harrison Barnes. And there's probably other, some, some options there. So we'll see. We're talking all about, you know, the, it could be somebody else. It could be Houston. It could be Detroit. Could, yeah, but... Can I ask you, you guys then, like, who else do you think the Warriors should fear out there i mean obviously you know amic reported like you know the, the damian lillard pipe dream which has been a decade long of like getting Draymond into portland yeah, it's the like, teams that don't have cap space that's why that's why i compared it to iguodala in 2017 the teams that draymond would would go to don't have cap space lakers maybe the mavericks because he loves luca you know portland for dame and none of them have cap space so it would have to be this threatened sign and trade you know like if you don't sign and trade me here i will sign with orlando or whoever and this is exactly what it's got did. cap space so Detroit's got yeah cap space. i just don't think he'd want to because i say yeah you want to go play with wiseman that was his lifelong dream i don't know i, I he's gonna do it and i would understand it if he does it i would understand i don't think any of those cap space teams are where he wants to end up it would help drive up the price and maybe he does like feel about righteously about it if the Warriors come in low, but mostly I think it's a way to budge the Warriors up. And I think they both sides kind of know the parameters. And is it going to be 25 or is it going to be 28? You know, it's going to be one of those things to start. And they're just kind of negotiating. They still got to They still have a couple, you know, days to negotiate it. So we might be waiting for it. But under no, 
idea. I think there's no sense that this is in jeopardy. Just they're going to have to go through it. They're just going to have to go through this process, and the dollars are going to be where they lose out, probably not losing him out, I would imagine. I think they know what the bottom is going to be like. They know this is what it's going to cost at the very bottom, and it might have to go 2 or $3 million a year higher, which is a lot for them, right? You multiply that by 7, right, with a luxury tax. I believe you put it in the Steve Kerr interview that you did that you were getting the sense that 420 420 million i was told it's definitely going to be under 400 on last week and i was like going i don't know how you're going to do that and then someone told me no no and there's multiple people i should say but somebody said for sure it's going to be right around 420 and if you if they're budgeting 420 that is with draymond green well the other thing i'd say and this is beyond just the money which is that is a very good indication that their expectation draymond green's coming back in the building when i'm talking to people right now kind of about their free agency plan i mean they're talking like okay we believe we have like 11 in place like like we got the plans core. for yeah, the rest yeah. of the yeah yeah no question right we got our core when they're talking about rotations next year that include chris paul it's including draymond in. you know what i mean it has to be if you make that trade it has to be Unlike TK here, there, there's very little Dunleavy doubt in the building. Uh, <laughs> no, don't just, put that on me. No, don't no. put that on me. Just say, <laughs> I, I don't mean, know. You're right. You're yet. right, saying we don't know. I'm just saying, in their building, like, they know. They're sure. Uh, after, at the, uh, you know, Brad Pajemski, uh, after, after the draft, draft picks, Brandon Pajemski, how do you say it? Pajemski? Pajemski. Brandon Pajemski. Pajemski. Introduction. They were, you know, you talking to, that's where all the, the dignitaries were there. And man, there was there was a desire to say really badly out loud, like we're fine without Bob Myers, <laughs> like we're good, like we we're we right. you know there was this sentiment like man, it wasn't like oh we hope he can, we hope we'll see we'll find out we think he can do well. It's like nah man, we were we were good, <laughs> like we we've been trying to tell y'all we were all right. It was funny. Uh, I, I was kind of wanted to say, "Hey, man, you can say that on the record." But they, they... <laughs> well, Alika was yeah was raving about him, and I'm I used it on the record. I mean, I think it was. I just said, "How so? How did he do? How did Dunleavy do?" He goes, "He was fantastic. He is fantastic," is what he said. I just think Dunleavy came into this swinging like they loved that that he wasn't kind of waiting in it. He came into this swinging. Uh, I've heard that it was him and. Kirk Lake. Stop who, saying my who, column that I can finish. Yeah, when did you write? Would days. you write it? Would you go ahead and write this? That it was him and Kirk Lake who kind of dreamed up the whole pool for for Chris Paul thing. That this is a guy who wasn't like you know afraid to do anything. And you know we know Lake, and we we know we sense that when they made the trade, you know, without knowing exactly how it happened. And I think since then, we've all talked to people. It's like Dunleavy was in control of this. Like he was operating as if he had done this before and had a plan and then another plan and another plan and Draymond was a huge part of that and you know assuming he's right and again I think I think he is then a lot of this stuff kind of unfolded from there I think they knew Draymond from a week ago two weeks ago again you don't get anything could happen he could Got, you know, surprise us all and sign somewhere else. There's been flirtation elsewhere, but again, I mean, we keep saying it. We all sense there's not fear. And the Jordan thing is a big part of just the understanding because clearly there was tension between those two. We know why. it. They try to talk it through. It didn't happen. And you take that money out. You take that long-term money out. It was going to be really hard to re-up Draymond with Poole's money there. That was going to be an issue and the Chris Paul thing I mean Marcus you talk to these guys too like they're openly you know 
again, privately saying, hey, we could trade this thing. Well, we could let it go in a year. Like, this isn't a Chris Paul two-year thing. This is a Chris Paul one-year thing. And that money goes away. They could acquire someone else for that money. Like, then they're leaving that open. But this is a deal to subtract $100 million. And that allows them to kind of sketch out future money in a much more unlimited way. And one of those is Draymond's contract. It was going to be very hard for have, to have them both on the docks for three, you know, two, three more years. So all these things tell you that it's part of a plan. It should also make Clay feel more comfortable yes. about his yep. potential future. I think they were, the if Warriors. they do not get rid of the pool contract, I think Clay very likely would have been on this last year with the Warriors. I mean, I don't know that. Again, it's optionality. He could have had a great year, but they're getting out of the second apron next July. Like they are getting out of the second apron which means they got to be like about 370, you know, whatever. I, I mean, I'm sorry, they got to get in their regular regular salaries down to like whatever. It's going to go up again. I'm not going to do the math live here, but they got to drop some money. And it was going to be Clay was going to be the number one option. And now they probably can do it, you know, with a moderate Clay extension. And, you know, if Draymond doesn't come in too huge, these are all important financial things that happen by them moving – Jordan, but it doesn't work unless they bring Draymond back, and I'm pretty sure Draymond's back. We can move beyond the Draymond aspect. Let's assume, you know, if he's in, that's 11. I can read off the 11 kind of, uh, you know, guaranteed roster guys at this point. Steph, Chris Paul, Pajemski, Moses Moody, Clay Thompson, Gary Payton the second, Andrew Wiggins, Jonathan Kaminga, Trace Jackson Davis, Draymond, and Kavon Looney. That's 11. I kind of read that from, like, guards, wings, centers. It's already been indicated that they're likely to leave a vacant 15th just for tax-saving purposes. So we're talking about three open roster spots, only veteran minimums to offer. They do not have taxpayer mid-level anymore. My sense is priority number one is going to be a shooting big, right? From the Otto Porter to the Jamichael Green roster spot, and also Bielitsa. Um, they just feel like they need a shooting four or five, somebody that can stretch the floor. I think they also need a, a guard that can play and score a lot because, again, you know, how many games is Steph going to miss? How many games is Chris Paul going to miss? Uh, and then I think beyond that, if they do check those two boxes, like an additional wing is always helpful. But is there, and I have a list of a bunch of names that we can go through if you guys want, but is there a specific veteran minimum target that is like top of your guys' mind? Fred Van Vliet. I have one. It was Xavier Tillman. <laughs> he just got his off. Fred Van Vliet. Frankly, yeah, for minimum, yeah, no question. No question. Uh, I got one. Kyrie. I got, I got one. I'm not sure how great it is, but it's the one that jumps out to me as a three-point shooting big, Utah Watanabe. I don't know that you might not be able to get him for the minimum, but it's going to be yeah, right around there. I mean, he's wing. Like he, he I think, I think he's in he's that 6'11". target. He's six eleven. I mean, he's not small. I think he is. He's not six. He's pretty tall. Nah, he's like six nine. Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. He's, he's, he's much more a wing. Yeah. yeah, but he's that you know Bielitsa kind of situation. Are you gonna? Hey man, it? I, I respect it though, man. Ride for the Japanese. Absolutely. Well, yeah, he was like shooting fifty percent from three for like half the season. Absolutely. I mean, hey, he's crazy. He, that corner three is money. That, you know how I am on corner threes. Yes. You already know where yes. I stand. So I mean, I don't know that he's gettable for the minimum, but that name. Xavier Tillman waiting for Memphis to where they're going to do the team option, which they did, and Yuta Watanabe were the two. I mean, that's when when you when you got me saying those two names, you know the pickings are a little slim. I'll give you guys a couple bigs I like. Dario Saric would be, I think, 
a big time target. They were interested in him as a potential buyout when he got traded to the Thunder. Thunder decided to keep him around. Thunder made the play and it ended up working. He was very good on, on their second unit. Again, like Tim said earlier, with a lot of these guys, they might not be available for the minimum. I mean, but if Dario Sarge is willing to take a minimum, I think he'd be a perfect Kerr player. And I do know they've had interest in the past in him. Uh, and then the other big that can shoot, uh, that can pass and fit, you know, because it's not just shooting, right? It's just like feel and passing and all that. Can they get Kevin, Kevin Love, Love away from Miami? Kevin Love, yeah. I mean, I don't think so, but he would fit, no question. He would fit. He would definitely fit. Maybe I just watched Jokic up close for the finals, and it's, I'm thinking this way, but, you know, Thomas Bryant, I think they need a body, like a big body. Somebody say, all right. Mason Plumley. No, he's he's going to get more than there. the minimum. Like, I, the yeah, he's, he's going to be too much. I'm trying to think of dudes who can. Uh, I got a name for you guys. He outplayed DeAndre Ayton in the playoffs. Jock Landon. No, they would love Jock Landon. Are they getting rid of him? Get, I don't yeah. think they get rid of him. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you I don't know, think he's there. I, yeah, no, I think oh, they'd rather. I saw that I name. They'd rather get rid of Ayton. Yeah, I saw that name. Go, God, Kerr would love Jock Landon. Oh, well, guess Saint what? Mary's I don't know finest, what the relationship like with Chris Paul, but maybe he ran some second unit Chris Paul type stuff, and Chris Paul can lure him. Chris Paul will be in on these conversations. Chris Paul could be it. This is a GM, Chris Paul. They got Jock Landale. I mean, my God, that would be perfect for them. I didn't uh, know he was a free agent. Yep, he's a free agent. I just got to believe he's going to come in. For, I mean, God, Phoenix has to needs bodies. They need just people. They can't let guys go. But uh, yeah, these are all names I had scribbled down. I had one. I don't even know. Is he a free agent? I think he's was just tra- Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay, as part of that trade, he opted in to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta in, might yeah. just be get, just getting rid of him. I mean, you know, maybe. I mean, the thing is, they're not they, you know, they're not in the business of just buying out. They're trying to win. Yeah, yeah again, so. he's a guy they've liked. He's not a big, big, but he was kind of Steph's playing. Friend. Yeah, he's kind of pl- been playing bigger as he's getting older. They have interest in. They've had interest in Rudy Gay. I can tell you that over the years. He's a lesser player at thirty six or whatever he is, but. You know, when you talk about those kind, you know, filling out those spots, they're going to want veterans. I think they're going to want a guy, you know, guys they know can jump in there. I got a couple uh, that might be familiar names that are not centers, but how about Juan Toscano Anderson? What about Damian Lee? I uh, know. Hold on, uh, hold huh? on, hold huh? on. Are you advocating the return of JTA? my guy JTA, who you've hated on all? Why these don't you years? just go get Bielitsa Be- out Biel- of uh, like, Fenerbahce? They need, I, really I think they need one of those guys. You know, not those specific guys, but somebody that you know Kirk is going to put in the rotation if somebody else is there. Like he can. JTA is definitely an upgrade over Anthony Lamb. Yes. I will say yes. that much. And obviously, going to be gettable. Obviously fits in the in, in in you know and what was Kurt talking about a lot at the end was the bench the bench was you know was the bench into it was the bench cheering people he really believes in that you know he was one of those guys that they give you energy and when they're not there and when the energy isn't there the other guys feel it he said that for Game Seven after Steph gave that speech that the bench guys were really into it on Game Seven. JTA is a great bench guy you know I I, I think they might be looking for one a player like that. And as your 14th guy, so that's why I'm saying JTA and Damian Lee. And I think uh, 30 might be uh, into that too. So, This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com courtside to learn more. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? 
Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service that you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Fans aren't going to like this, but if we stay in the realm of like, you know, their own, basically, I think Anthony Lamb is an option to bring back. I think Ty Jerome over him. I was going to get to him next as we maybe could shift more towards guards. But Anthony Lampard. Wait, wait, can I get my Robin Lopez forward? in there? Don't you? Don't we got to say Robin is Lopez? Be yeah, we could say he, that. Yeah, he yeah. maybe looked slightly washed. <laughs> yeah, all right, all right. Here's one. Here's one. Tristan Thompson. Ooh. You know, Draymond is fr- very friendly with him. Obviously, yeah. They've got a new. Their relationship has improved a lot. And I remember chatting with Draymond during that Lakers series. Remember Tristan Thompson came in and and um like for mop up duty. Remember sure, there was like a couple sure. blowouts yeah. in that series. After one of the fourth quarters, he was like pretty impressed with the way Tristan Thompson played. It was like twelve minutes of like high energy like mop up. Well, he dude. played against Jokic, right? I mean, the Lakers put him in there to guard Jokic. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm thinking about. So a big body. The only concern there, and like you know, you said, look, the Jokic thing is is a real thing, but they keep talking shooting, right? They keep the bigs needs to be able to floor space, and Tristan Thompson obviously doesn't do that, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're not getting guys just to guard Jokic. I mean, we've we've known all, you know fans all, all over and over say, "Yeah, a big guy, get a big guy." Well, they went with Looney and Draymond for the entire twenty two playoffs, and that basically was it to be elite. Size, yeah, but there wasn't a there wasn't there wasn't that size that's out there now though. Like well, Jokic Minnesota, was Jokic in the first round. Jokic was yeah, but he didn't have help now. Now like you could you could take advantage of that. And Draymond but, was two years younger than he's going to be in this. And game. also now you got to deal with Rudy and Cat potentially and. And, and you know Minnesota and the Lakers. Uh, remember the Lakers. what gave him problems in 22. The one team that gave him the most problems was when Robin at Rob at uh, not Stephen Adams was on the court, right? Like that was the problem. Stephen Adams and that's why they wanted and, Looney uh, and Triple J. Yeah, that. so it's like they're gonna be asking Looney and Draymond to to just be bodies. It's just it's just like Looney's obviously played two straight years without missing a game, but. At some point, I feel like they need a body. They just need a big body to get in there and bang. Like, Tristan would be good, but I, I don't think, I don't know. Tristan leaving L.A.? I don't know if Tristan leaving L.A. If he's going to take a minimum to be on a bench somewhere, it's probably L.A. They could use somebody like him, though. You know, just a guy that they just know is going to be, you know, a good guy on the bench. And then if you need him, you throw him in there for 10 minutes. But I don't know who that is. Like I mentioned, three spots. I do think a shoot stretch big is like a very much a priority. I think another guard, and we can get into the other guards. But would you say if you were mapping out that third, you know, that 14 spot, we'll call it, do you think it's more important to get an additional wing? Or would you get a stretch big and a big big, right? You know, like a Tristan Thompson plus a Dario Saric, you know? Two bigs wouldn't be out of the question. Yeah, I'd say too big. They do have Trace Jackson Davis. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll see how you know. Maybe oh, that's a great point. Let's see how let's see if he can. You know, he's twenty three, so you know maybe you you can look at him. If he ain't ready 
to at least contribute a little bit, then it's not a no. good The maneuver. thing I'm thinking about the wing is you got to bank on Wiggins being there for more than 37 games. And Moody and Kaminga. And Moody and Kaminga. So and it's GP2. like, all right. GP2. And, and, yeah, GP2. It just feels like if everything goes well with their four wings, there won't be minutes for a wing. But if you could get somebody, I think more than anything, they need another playmaker. So whether that's a wing or a guard, they just need somebody who can make plays. I actually think the conversation a little bit might start with Ty Jerome. I think he's ahead of. They really like what he did last year, and he's no longer two way eligible. Did did you talk to Raymond Ritter before this spot? Raymond Ritter spent the entire playoffs. You got to write about (laughs) Ty Jerome. The Warriors are in a playoffs. Because they went fourteen and twelve with Steph. Was- <laughs> he does love that fourteen and twelve. Stat. He loves that fourteen and twelve. That Ty Jerome is had a has a longer, you know, view by the Warriors than Anthony Lamb. Maybe not from the head coach, but I think the organization likes Ty Jerome. You know, for the future doesn't mean they're going to sign. He's him. like the model, right, for what they want for the end of their bench. Yeah, no question. Third third point guard shouldn't be the second point guard, but he's a third point guard, and then when you know. All the games that Chris Paul isn't going to play full time, then he can play some minutes, and he can play with Steph. He can play with Paul. Like those things they like about him. Still relatively young, good in the locker room. Yeah, I'd say if they go very well liked. Yeah, if they the go Jerome room. plus a shooting big and a big big, that wouldn't be a terrible way to you know fill out your roster. It really wouldn't be. Let me throw some other guards at you. I'm curious about Lesser Quinones. You know, and that might be another two. Two way, you know, we got to remember. I believe you now get three two ways with the new CBA. Um, so that's so you could do it. Yeah, you don't necessarily need Ty Jerome there. You could put have one of the other guards be your Ty Jerome, right? You could get Ty Jerome two point These are just random. Dennis Smith kind of had a little renaissance in Charlotte last I year. I was thinking that, but man, do you see his shooting yeah, numbers? I don't know. He could defend. He, he can can run. He can reno that. He can run and he can jump. Physical. He guarded Steph really well. How about game. Lonnie? How about Lonnie Walker? Can they get him? <laughs> that's just, that's, he pro- played himself out of that range. Probably. Yeah, I don't that know, was like, just like I've said it before. They they could use more guys like him, or at least one guy like him. Not maybe not in any of these roster spots, but I just like a guy who can elbow and and, and shoulder his way into the lane and go find a bucket. And I guess that's Chris Paul, but. They can use another one or two of them, and certainly none of the names that we've said here are, are, are that guy. I like the idea of Dennis Smith Jr. It makes a lot of sense, but man, he is—he shot twenty-one percent from three last year, and twenty-two percent before. He—he's not taking many. He didn't take many for Portland. He didn't play that much, but whew, I mean, a career twenty-nine percent shooter from three. Let me ask you, and this is this is a, a, again along the lines of like pr- not in the minimum range, but man, you'd have to do some strong convincing. Could they convince Seth Curry to come home? Nope, he's going to make more than that. He's going to make too much money. He happen. is, but I, you know, why doesn't he just? Uh, I don't think he want to be more a via the uh, underrated golf line or something. I don't think you know, he there, there are other lines shadow. to money. He want to be his own man, especially to, to for the minimum, right? To come in for the minimum, he's he might get um, he might get a taxpayer mid level, right? I, mean, like, I remember how Damian Lee was about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, so God, you can yeah. imagine multiplied by Steph by Seth saying, "Hey, man, you, you're only on the team because of your he brother, would be so. good though. He would be good. He'd on be this great team, because there's like seven degrees of this." of the Curry family. I'm going to throw another family member into the mix. A guy who I've long linked to them, but he's never come. Austin Rivers, anybody? 
Yeah, I mean, is he is he minimum? Is that what he is now? He's been, he been minimum. Minimum. I mean, I, I think he's actually turned in, from, gone from like an annoying guy to actually a pretty good locker room guy. He's kind of like grown into this thing because he was a little bit too too talkative as a young player, but he's now he's a veteran. That wouldn't be bad. Like that would. He's a playmaker. He's a shot maker. You would probably yeah, don't have to play him that shooter. much. If you get Austin Rivers, yeah. If it's Austin Rivers or Ty Jerome, I mean, I'll go Austin Rivers for that for that roster spot. Can you imagine the Austin Rivers and Chris Paul are the two guys you put in that locker room? Oh man, it's gonna be loud. It's gonna be a loud locker room. Probably not terrible, but it's gonna be get a loud Kevin locker Love room. In there, I might, I him. might go Dennis Smith Jr. That's all I'm saying. I might go. Uh, with you say I have uh, watched him in the past, and even when it was good, and I've thought that is not a Steve Kerr player. <laughs> it's not a decision maker. Steve Kerr told you he, they gotta be different. Gotta get different. They gotta be. Yeah, they gotta. Well, all guys who just dunked the ball. That's what I want. I have another name. This would require the Kings having to renounce him because they have other plans in the mix, and maybe he can't find a home and he's sitting in the veteran market. But Terrence Davis? Oh, that would not be bad. I was yeah. thinking Chemeza. You think they keep him? Again, like I think a lot of it depends on how much the Kings have to pay for whatever free agents they get. Like They might have to renounce some of these guys. So You know how Dante DiVincenzo last year really going into free agency wasn't an immediate thought, but because of the way the dominoes fell, he had to take a much below his perceived market deal that could happen with the guy like you know a terrence davis or a dario saric you know like i was mentioning i think Terrence davis would be really interesting for them and he might play like that's a guy who might play on this team you know and play eight minutes uh in here and there play 10 14 get you some buckets now that's like a classic and again i don't know that he's a minimum but too small he hurt, says, he hurt says them. He hurt Says the guy who just said Dennis Smith exactly. Jr. Yeah, yeah. He hurt them. Uh, you know, like kind of like those kind of shit. Did he though? He did. I don't know that well, he, did. He, he played. He did in game yeah, he five. He, was, he did not yeah. in game six. Yeah. Or no, he did in game six. He did not yeah, in game yeah. seven. I mean, you're not going to, like, this is the guy you're writing in for 15 points and good defense in game seven, but enough to make, make you know, prove that he's got some value. Then he was probably more dangerous against them than Herder was in that series. I just feel like playing. he's one of those players who kind of is like very redundant. Of who he, though? He's got of the Warriors. He's got to take a bunch of threes. He's not doing anything else. He might defend and take threes. I don't think they need another chucker. Well, they did lose Jordan. Yeah, so. I, I was like, I don't know how many yeah. chuckers they got. I was trying to think in my head. They don't have that you many just, chuckers. You want a chucker that can get to the rim. Yes. You want Rodney Yes. Nah, I want, I want Dennis Smith Jr. You talking me into it, Slater. Dennis Smith Jr. There you go. Get to the rim. I think they could use someone you can defend guards. Because, I mean, not the pool was, but like Clay oh, can't yeah, do it anymore. They get- Clay can't do it anymore. You're not going to put Steph out there to do it. Chris Paul probably shouldn't do it very well. Like, I yeah. mean, that's Gary Payton, but yeah. he's got. Yeah. But they lose. DiVincenzo was kind of, you know, was soaking 20 mm-hmm. minutes a game of that, and they're not getting him back. I, I, that That is a loss they're going to feel because Pozemski, whatever he does, he's not going to defend like that. And I don't know, you know, Paul's going to replace other things, he's going to give them other things. But that DDV void is going to be something. Like they, you know, that's the Livingston, you know, that. Man, they just drafted him, right? His replacement, right? I don't think that's, that's what he's going to give. Like Tim said, not on the defense, man. And he's small. You guys were right. Like you guys were telling me that I was wrong. He was six foot five. I didn't know. And he, I saw him. You saw him, Marcus, on Monday. He is not six foot five. He is not even close to six foot five. And he's kind of a smaller frame guy. So, like, He's going to get picked on. Like, whoever, he, whenever he's out there, even Dunleavy was saying it on draft night. Like, they know he's, he's, got, he's got a ways to go defensively. There's hope on team defense. 
but yeah, he is not six foot five. It's not even he's same height as Kerr, and Kerr is not is six three. You know, maybe so. I'll give you my. It ain't happening, but you know, I'd love it. He's probably gonna get more money, but if you could talk him into it, Javon Carter, another bulldog yeah, to make their tough, tough guy. A little DVD, a little DVD, DVD kind of like. Um, see, I don't think these guys are minimums. Like that's a problem. Nah, they're yeah, not. I mean, they're they, not. they only if they have. I mean, but their like, their best chance is to talk a non-minimum guy into taking the minimum, right? Yeah, like, that's that's a few what people be. will slip through the cracks. I don't know who. This it's is why be. they want the mid-level back. This is why they want out of the second apron next July because they want that mid-level because they get good players. They've gotten good players at times with the mid-level. Dante took a little of the mid-level. Cousins was a mid-level, you know, years ago. When they ruined the league with Absolutely DeMarcus that Cousins. That's it all. <laughs> that's it all. I was in that was when uh, Sacramento had summer league when that dropped. I remember like Kings people were just like, "Oh my god." Like they've got DeMarcus uh, Cousins now. Kings. That was Kings crazy day. people, Kings people. But yeah, but it's not a bounty of available players out there and they did trade 3 for 1 basically, right? Baldwin Rollins and Poole for Chris Paul. Like they know they clearly did it to open roster spots, but man, I don't know exactly what's there and you know not they're not bringing andre back nor should they so if they go for you know they go with three players it's going to be three players who aren't that valued around the league that there's just no way around that they need to have one signing that we all go in the you know the the collective response to it is wow they got him for the minimum yeah there needs to be one of those don't know who that is though don't know who that is well i mean we've named options most of them, as we've mentioned, probably will not be going for the minimum. I'll throw another likely to get more, but huh? Matisse Thibel? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got to be getting more than the minimum, right? Got to be that that guy. That, 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 yes, that lettuce is you're right. Man. He yeah, is. But no, it would be interesting. Yeah, I mean, he can't shoot, but he can play defense. He got discarded by the Sixers pretty much. They did. They, man. But, you know, he looked all Portland right. We'll probably sign him on a on a decent number i think it's gonna be i mean if they could get sarvich that would be the one you know maybe not everybody in the league would go wow but that would be like that's a guy can play right away like put him right in the rotation you know better than wiseman ever was you know for the warriors but you know better than all these like he might go in ahead of kaminga drive warriors fans crazy you know warriors fans would like jta back but that wouldn't cause a stir there's not there's not a lot there, you know, and even the ones we're kind of dredging up is who aren't going to likely be minimums but might slip through. Is Terrence Davis going to raise eyebrows around the league? You know, probably not. It's where they are right now. You know, it's they're they're just not in the game for for anybody of that. Issue. Remember how Otto Porter did though? Yeah, yeah, they could probably get Otto Porter back. I mean, he's on a like. Yeah, I mean, he would have, the Raptors would have to waive him, and I, I believe me, I don't think that's out of the question. But if they did waive him, his medicals are probably yeah. telling them. Yeah. It's amazing the Warriors got the games they got out of him. It's just amazing. Yeah, that's the uh, Celebrini magic. Yeah, how did? Yeah, Otto I mean Porter... they they just heaped Chris Paul in his playoff history <laughs> on Rick Celebrini and says solve it. Do your thing. It, I mean Otto Porter has been hurt his whole career and he plays like sixty five games for the Warriors, maybe more, and through the playoffs and gives them good minutes. And Making then, like big threes in yeah, game five and then of he the came, finals. Was he go five games with Toronto, whatever it was. It was unbelievable how quickly that turned. I'm, I'm going to take that turnaround jumper three times. I'm going to win the game for you. Rick Celebrini, 
congratulations. That's that, that you've proved. All right, there. I've pretty much exa- exhausted yeah. my list. There are there are other names out there. I mean, we could just Montrez Harrell. Just start keep. Well, if they lose Draymond, here. if they lose Draymond, might as well just flip Chris Paul <laughs> for some youth at that point. But that'll be another podcast. If that happens, we might need to do an emergency. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we will do. We will do that. I'm gonna guest on Dray. I'm gonna guest on Draymond's podcast if that happens. I gotta get out of here. So I think uh, we'll 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 talk after you know the first couple days of free agency. And if you guys want to come on up to Sacramento, it sounds like Wimbanyana might play. Sounds like uh, sounds like we might be seeing the debut of uh, Wimbanyana as an NBA player. Okay. Maybe I don't go up to Sacramento unless there's a playoff game. You know that. So have fun up there. Yeah, next May, we'll see you. Wimby! I'll be in San Antonio. See you. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager.